Welcome to ResTalk, your source for the latest insights, trends, news, and resources from leaders in the building performance and rating world. Here's your host, a committed building science enthusiast and registered professional engineer, and the podfather of energy efficiency, Bill Spohn. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the ResTalk podcast, where we're here to communicate late-breaking news and thoughtful insights about a vast array of topics in the rapidly expanding world of residential energy ratings to the broad array of stakeholders in the ResNet ecosystem. So whether you're a housing consumer, rater, builder, realtor, or appraiser, you want to hear about the evolving trends in home energy ratings. What better place to learn about these evolving trends is the ResNet Conference. On today's podcast, we welcome Clara Hedrick and Emma Bennett to give us up-to-date and inside information about the upcoming ResNet Conference which is happening November 15th through 17th, 2023 in San Diego, California. Since the last face-to-face conference was in 2020, and after virtual conferences in 2021 and 2022, Emma shares what will be the same and what will be different as compared to the past conferences. We'll also cover a few of the specific events that attendees can look forward to, as well as recommended activities outside of the conference. Breakout session topics include carbon slash ESG, water efficiency and HERS H2O, HERS is the gold standard, California, here we come, new opportunities for the rating industry, energy codes, tapping the existing homes market, latest developments in building science, workforce development, and financing improving the energy efficiency of homes. We close by sharing what we're each most looking forward to about the conference. So let's get to the conversation that Clara and Emma and I had about coming back together and stronger, the ResNet 2023 conference. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, Bill. Good to see you. Good to meet you, Clara, for the first time. And good to see you again, Emma. Got a lot to talk about. We had a little pre-meeting before we started this podcast. And boy, I've got a ton of notes. And I just think you're just going to have to listen in and then study up on your own. But it's going to be a really great conference. So to begin with, Claire, can you give us a little background since you're a new voice on the podcast? Yeah, sure thing. Thanks, Bill. And I'm, and I'm really happy to be participating today. So yeah, my name is Clara Hedrick. I'm on the ResNet admin and conference team, and I'm based in Salt Lake City. And you're new to ResNet last year or so? I've been with ResNet for two years now, and this will be my first in-person conference, but I've been involved in the event planning process for all two years of my time at ResNet. Perfect. Give us a little overview of where the conference is who's coming and when it's happening, all those main key details. Sure. So the ResNet Conference is taking place in November 16th and 17th with our pre-conference events taking place the 15th. The conference is going to be held in San Diego, California this year at the Catamaran Resort Hotel and Spa. So we're really excited about that. And we expect the network to come out in full force. Raiders, industry members, I think everybody's going to be there. When you say come out in full force, that's because this is a first time meeting again in a little while. Maybe Emma could speak to that point. So when was the last full in-person conference? As everybody knows, the last couple years have been interesting and somewhat challenging to meet in person. And so our last event was February 2020. So the calm before the storm, we then had to switch to virtual events in 2021 and 2022. So if you attended those virtual events, you probably recognize my voice. I helped moderate those sessions. And that was a really 
exciting way to do our event. It really challenged us to look at new ways to present content. And we actually had really successful virtual events, but of course, nothing beats in-person interaction. And so we did get to have a leadership forum end of 2022 in Texas, focusing on the new house bill there, which I think probably has been podcast before if you want to look into that. So we're excited, though, that this is going to be our first in-person conference since the pandemic. So the Building Performance Conference for 2023, like Clara said, is going to be in San Diego. And Resnet is headquartered in Oceanside. We have staff all over the country, but it's like a returning home type of event. And I know that for a lot of people who maybe didn't come to the leadership forum or they weren't able to attend virtually or really looking forward to reconnect with the network. Excellent. So speaking of reconnecting with the network, Claire, what's the attendance look like? What's the makeup of how many people can come and how are things going with attendance? We submitted some preliminary surveys, just trying to get an idea of people's interest in this year's conference. And we were just blown away by the amount of RSVPs and questions we've got all year about the conference. Our capacity at the hotel is around 400 people. We're not expecting that we're going to fall short of that this year. Those people are coming for several, many reasons. I mean, there's the whole social aspect, which I really like, but there's the informational and technical tracks, and there's also continuing education hours. Can you speak to that, Clara? Yes, of course. Yeah. So this conference will be eligible for all 18 professional development credits as usual. And I'm getting a lot of questions about the sessions that will be there, and I'd be happy to talk about that overview. We're going to be publishing a final list of our sessions here soon. But our schedule at a glance includes general sessions each morning on the 16th and 17th, which will be followed by a number of concurrent breakout sessions each afternoon. And this year's session survey showed that the network was really excited about three session tracks in particular, those three being hers is the gold standard, latest developments in building science, and then, of course, energy codes. So I'm personally looking forward to our sessions related to ResNet's upcoming QA app. We also have a lot of coverage of the 45L sessions which are going to be brought to you by EPA and DOE this year. So like I said, we'll have a published list of sessions soon, but that's the content that's going to be available at this year's conference and grant those their 18 professional development credits. Perfect. So Emma, thinking back to a trend and maybe the themes that are coming up this time around based on previous ones? Absolutely. I think the three that Clara highlighted, the hers is a gold standard, latest in building science, and then energy codes have been longtime tracks that we've offered at this event. I would say the new ones that are kind of exciting to me that we're seeing more content around is carbon. We have a lot of sessions on carbon and then water, which is tied to the hers H2O standard. And I think especially relevant for the Southwest and Southern California. So we're looking forward to those sessions. And then California coming on the map too for HERS ratings, I think is going to be kind of a buzz topic at the conference. We have some content centered around that, but know that we have a lot of representatives from California planning to attend this event. And so finally integrating that last state is going to be really exciting and the celebration, I think, at this event. Excellent. We did have a Res Talk podcast, number 115-115 with Chris Magwood and the Carbon Advisory Committee. So if anybody wants to dig a little bit deeper for a preview of what they could be hearing about, that was recorded back in April of this year to listen to that. And really, any other kind of the topics we mentioned here, go back and listen to some of the archives in the ResTalk library to find out a little bit more and actually sort of hear these conversations to get your mind in tune to come to this event. Now, in addition to just typical conference event. ResNet always does a couple of nice things in terms of tours and volunteer events. Clara, could you speak to those? 
happy to touch on that. Our pre-conference events will be taking place on the 15th. And I'm really excited that this year we're going to be doing a volunteer event with Habitat for Humanity International. And the ELC will be working on that together. And KB Home is going to be facilitating a tour of their California microgrid community. So you can RSVP for that on our registration platform. And as always, too, we're going to have great networking opportunities at our receptions. And we're really excited to welcome a lot of great exhibitors this year at the conference, too. Very good. And the link, it'll be in the show notes, too, but resnet.us forward slash conference dash 2023. That's where you get all the information. And it continues to build. This podcast will be released in mid-September, but additional information will continue to be added there. So you'll always have to check back to get the best information. But like Claire mentioned, registration is there, information on these tours, and the information will populate as we move closer and closer to the event in November. Is there like overall sponsors for the event, Clara? We've got a ton of sponsors this year that we're also just really excited to have in the fold this year, namely Arxis, we've got ICC, a ton of sponsors. We still have options available too for those interested in participating at the conference at any sponsorship level. You can reach out to us directly at conference at resnet.us and we'd be happy to point you in the right direction of deliverables. Perfect. So the trade show aspect is being done a little bit differently this year, a couple of different spaces and... Yeah, that's right. So... Emma, do you want to touch on the exhibit? Sure, I'm happy to. So in previous in-person conferences, we used to have a designated exhibit hall with the 10 by 10 standard booths. And I think this year, just due to space capacity limits, we've seen really high interest, I think, with sponsorship and attendance. And so we currently, I think, are sold out of our tabletops. We're looking to expand beyond that so we can offer some more sponsors to interact with the network there. But we will be having the tabletop exhibits in the foyer in front of the general session and around the general session area. So everything's going to be really convenient, I think, for attendees and the flow of the event is going to be well received. And other sponsorship opportunities available too. I mean, some sponsors do want the tabletop, other sponsors look to promote themselves during a session or at a reception or a networking break. So we have opportunities beyond that. I think like Clara said, you can find information on our website, but you can also contact us at conference at resnet.us for more information. And we have outline packages ranging from any budget level. Even if you're not attending conference, you can have the opportunity to have your company name listed. But I think that we are happy to flex any of our packages to be customized to a sponsor's needs. So if somebody needs more passes versus a tabletop exhibit or prefers more marketing deliverables, we're absolutely happy to customize that and do that pretty frequently for our sponsors. You'd mentioned before, Emma, the past couple of years have been virtual events. Is there a virtual component this year? We are looking at adding a virtual component. We recognize that because this is a limited space event that we do want to offer the opportunity for other raters and industry professionals to get the same content that we'll be delivering in San Diego. So we're looking into those options. We should have more information on that a little bit closer to the event. We won't be doing a hybrid to where you can interact live, but there will probably be the opportunity to watch the recordings after the event. And we're also looking into the opportunity of making that eligible for professional development credits as well. Awesome. I know I've worked with a couple different conferences that have done virtual and it's not like shooting your own TikTok. <laughs> There's a lot that goes into a tremendous amount to produce something of quality. And I'm sure that's what you want to do. So I understand when you're saying you're looking into it, it's a lift. Yeah. 
I recognize the challenges that come with running a hybrid event and specifically running a live virtual at the same time you're running a live in-person event. I think that it takes away from both audiences having to try and accommodate for both. You're having to split staff time and focus between both audiences and making sure that they're having a great experience. So we really want people to be fully present when they're in person, really engage with the people that they're there with, and then also be able to do the same for our virtual audience and give them our full attention after the conference. Very good. I'm not sure which of you could speak towards the venue in the area in San Diego, because I know a little bit about that. I've been there before, but would you like to speak about the after conference type things? Yes, I will take this on first, but I would love to get Claire's input too. So I went to school in San Diego in Point Loma. So I lived down there for seven years. I'm based back in South Dakota now, which is where I'm originally from. But San Diego is definitely my second home. So I have a ton of recommendations. I think I will be posting an entire page in our attendee brochure of all of my favorite local spots because there's a lot of great things that you can find on Yelp or Airbnb experience is one of the things that I really enjoy. You can get some really unique offerings there, but it's not until you really network with a local that you find the hidden spots and those gems that are in San Diego. But I obviously, as you can tell, I'm a big fan of San Diego and the hotel is going to be in Mission Beach area. And it's actually right along Mission Bay. So it's going to be a really nice beach area. The hotel is just steps from the sand of the bay, but then also pretty close across the street from Mission Beach, which is a super fun area. There's Belmont Park. There's a ton of great Mexican food in San Diego. I highly recommend getting a California burrito while you're there. And then The nice thing about San Diego, too, is it's very accessible. So there's a lot of really great neighborhoods that you can get from Mission Beach, especially it's right in the middle of the beach areas. So you can go up north to La Jolla. They're known for the sea lions. It's a very nice neighborhood, but lots of great hikes and everything there. And a little bit further, you have Torrey Pines, Carlsbad, and some other great areas of San Diego. And then south of that is actually where I used to live for a long time is Ocean Beach. I'm, once again, pretty biased of this neighborhood. It's kind of more of a hippie beach surf vibe. They have a great beach dog park there. Lots of great food spots. The Holding Company is one of my favorites. If you like pokey, there's a place called It's Raw Pokey. And best pokey that you'll be able to find, I think, in San Diego. And then, of course, areas like downtown Balboa Park, you have SeaWorld, you have the San Diego Zoo. So definitely recommend making a weekend out of it if you can, if you can come the weekend earlier or stay the weekend after. There's plenty to do. And I think in November, especially for us Northerners, it's a (laughs) well-deserved escape from the cold. Clara, some of your perspective on the venue. I would echo everything Emma said. San Diego for me is really a home away from home. Emma mentioned Ocean Beach, not you just personally speaking. I actually got engaged to my husband at Ocean Beach on Sunset Cliffs. So if you get the chance to go catch a sunset at Sunset Cliffs, I highly recommend that. It's a special place to me, of course. I have my own favorite pizza spots in OB or Ocean Beach as well. And I've seen a lot of families coming through for the conference too. So whether you're on your own or with business colleagues, you plan on bringing your family down. I think there's something for everybody in San Diego, which we're really excited about. Very cool. And so these other sort of unique aspects like the microgrid tour, I'll put a link into the show notes, but they'll be talking about innovative house features for self-supporting energy systems that power entire neighborhoods and can operate independently during a grid outage. That is very interesting, very future-oriented. And this is like real operating, all-electric, solar and battery-powered community that the KB Homes will give you the tour of. So 
that's in the pre-show day, the pre-conference day in the 15th? That's correct. Yep. We'll be facilitating transportation from the Catamaran to KB Homes tour to the microgrid community and, and back again as well. And I think that's like noon to four, or noon to five, something like that. Yep. Make your travel plans. If that sounds of interest, make your travel plans to coordinate so that you're there in time for that tour. Has the aspects of the volunteer event been put into place yet with the Habitat for Humanity? Yeah. So the ELC is heading up that project and some of the details are still being worked out or being worked out. But as I understand right now, they're actually building playhouses to be donated to some of these Habitat for Humanity communities. So more details to come on that, but I think they're planning on building one, possibly two playhouses to be given back to the community. Interesting. Have either of you participated in that before? Because this is an ongoing thing, right? I'm happy to speak on that. So we did do a Habitat for Humanity event, but I think due to weather or I think with the volunteer event, it was more of a warehouse. I think that they were working with the building material and helping to organize that. I unfortunately couldn't attend because I was on site at the conference there, but we also did a volunteer event at... New Orleans. We were in New Orleans when we did a home building activity and it was really well received. I think that this community especially really enjoys getting their hands on the actual project and really being able to support the local community in that way, I think is a great tie into this event and what we're all trying to do. Excellent. For those that aren't familiar, the ELC is the Emerging Leadership Council of ResNet, which is open to all members, really. I'll put a link in the show notes on what that is, but that's a great organization, especially if it's about retention, building opportunities, and engagement with the whole process. Because, and maybe Emma, just speak for a little bit about the history of ResNet and the conference. Just give us a little bit of background on this. Absolutely. So I think that we are celebrating, Claire, is this our 21st year? I think so. I think it's our 21st conference. I'm going to have to double check on that. But I, I know that the early 2000s, they first hosted the event in Florida. And so it's grown organically since then. When I came on board, I joined in, I think, 2016 was my first annual conference. And I, of course, always have to give a shout out to Laurel, who was my mentor and did such a great job of running that event and was such a great help for handing over the reins to me. And I'm really excited to be handing over some of that stuff to Clara, too, because she's doing a really great job. But yeah, it's just been so great to see it change. Like I said, we have had a challenging couple of years that really put us in a position to look at new ways that we can deliver content and deliver the event and really find the value proposition of the conference. And I think that, of course, the in-person networking, but we have always been known to have really strong content and a lot of different content options for anybody that's related to the industry. Like we said, we have so many different topics and we're planning on doing our conference a little bit different this year. If you've been to the previous in-person ones that we would always do a general session the first day and then just breakouts through the rest of the days. We've decided this year that we're condensing our three-day format into two. We're going to be offering the general sessions in the morning for both days, and then we're still going to have a great selection of breakouts over the course of the event. I'll also mention, too, that as part of the pre-conference, in addition to the volunteer tour and the KB microgrid tour, we also are going to be offering ICC certification training course. So you can do the tests on demand, but this is a great opportunity to get training for that. And that will be a separate registration link that we'll post on the website. Wow. <laughs> lots of things. <laughs> <laughs> lots, of, lots of things. 
This has got to take such an effort to bring this all together. And congratulations to you both, and especially Clara in this role, who's been sort of behind the scenes, but now will be coming forward. I assume you both will be there? Yes. We're both going to be there, and we're both going to go early. We're really excited, I think, for this event. We're not hard to pick out from a crowd, I don't think. I I think I'll be moderating some of the sessions. And Clara, as of right now, as of this recording, she has pink and purple hair. So you'll be able to probably pick her out. (laughs) I'm easy to spot. Yeah, I'm easy to spot. (laughs) Okay. I don't know what color it's going to be in November, but you'll be able to pick her out. But yeah, absolutely. If you're planning on attending, please come say hi to us. I think one of my favorite parts of my event are the people that I coordinate and work with via email or through Zoom or online. And then getting to finally meet them in person, put a face to the name is one of my favorite things. And like I said, I'm really excited to see a lot of the people that previously attend the conferences, longtime veterans of the building performance conference. But I'm really excited to meet the new people too. And just we're always welcome to feedback on the event. Once again, this is our first in person, and we're looking at restructuring it for future years. So I love to just hear feedback on everybody's experience and how we can continue to improve this event and make it valuable for everyone. Really awesome. Thank you for joining me here today in the Res Talk podcast and giving us an overview of this session coming up, the conference coming up. And when this publishes, you're going to have about two months to make your mind up to get there strongly encourage people to go to resnet.us forward slash conference dash 2023, learn more about it. I think it's a refortification of the community because that's what's been building over the years. And I remember in 2020 myself, I actually, I have friends in the industry, believe it or not, and just giving a couple people hugs that was right before the COVID thing hit. And I was like, oh, those are the last people I hugged that were not family members at the conference. So it's like burned in my mind, like the three or four people I gave hugs to. And like, man, so coming back around brings a tear to my eye. This is going to be fun. Absolutely. Bill, I would switch things around and ask you a question. What are you most looking forward to about this event? Hugs. Hugs. (laughs) Hugs. Hugs. We can finally hug again. (laughs) It's just a lot of things spring forth and people have been away for a while for now for over three years and coming back there's a lot of different experiences and a lot of things have changed in the world and it's a chance to talk the networking and to catch up on the last three years on what's changed in the world and changed in our lives individually and in the work we do so i'm really looking forward to that i think that's going to be very mentally stimulating for me Absolutely. I I don't think we all give ourselves enough credit for the shared experience that we all went through. And now we all have something in common. And I think during that time, it all gave us an opportunity to reflect of what our purpose is personally and professionally. And I think that, like I said, there's a lot of people that have been doing this work, focusing on better homes and energy efficiency and resource conservation and to see more people coming into that effort and the changes that have happened over the couple of years, I think this event is just going to be a really great gathering of all those great ideas and those moments that we had to reflect on what we're doing and why we're doing it. And I'll give a bit of advice, come well rested because you could get tired out by all of this. So I would say that our theme for this year, Clara, is back and better. We're back together and stronger. We're back together and stronger. Yep, we're back together and stronger. But our previous year's mottos were work hard, play hard. So I think that you can expect to have a really fun time in San Diego. Mission Beach is a great area. Pacific Beach is for our people that really like to have fun. And that is actually, I think, walking distance from the hotel too. So like Bill said, bring some well-rested energy and get ready for a good time. Fantastic. 
Well, thank you again for joining us on the Res Talk podcast, and I look forward to seeing you there. And I hope the listeners or many of those who are listening do come to this event in November 2023. Thanks, Bill. Thanks, Bill. Thanks again for listening to this episode of the Res Talk podcast, where we discuss the upcoming ResNet 2023 conference. We're back together and stronger. If after listening, you like what you heard today, and you're not yet subscribed to the podcast, please consider doing so by typing ResTalk, R-E-S-T-A-L-K, into the search bar of your favorite podcast app. You can also listen in your browser by following the links at the top of the ResNet.us website page. There's a link to podcast right there at the top. We also cover a lot of topics in the conversation where I've placed links into the show notes, and that would include viewing the schedule, finding travel details, and learning more about the conference, and especially the KB Homes Microgrid Community Home Tour. And you can learn about the Emerging Leadership Council, which we mentioned in the course of the conversation, as well as Res Talk Podcast Episode 115 with Chris Magwood and talking about the Embodied Carbon Advisory Committee. If you're a pro in the building market, please consider surfing on over to resnet.us forward slash professional to learn more or join the email list. You can also find ResNet on Facebook or Twitter. The closing quote for today's podcast is by Edward Everett Hale. Coming together is a beginning. Keeping together is progress. Working together is success. We wish you success and look forward to having you back again to listen to more on the ResTalk podcast. Take care. Thanks for listening to the ResTalk podcast. This podcast is hosted by Bill Spohn, produced by William P. Spohn, LLC, and is a production of ResNet, the Residential Energy Services Network. The best way to listen to this podcast is to subscribe on an iPhone using the podcast app or on an Android device by downloading the Stitcher app and searching for ResTalk. We would appreciate a review on iTunes or on the podcast app. This will help others find the show. We look forward to talking again soon on ResTalk.